Welcome to the Healthy Christian Leader Show. Our vision is to see healthy leaders leading healthy churches that transform communities with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Together we're on mission to be encouraged, focused, and equipped for harvest. Many times as Christian leaders, we spend all of our time pouring out and serving others. But the reality is we need to consistently take time to reflect on our inner life with God. We believe that the best and most effective ministry flows out of people who are leading from a sense of health and wholeness in their relationship with God, their relationship with themselves, and their relationship with others. In this show, we take time to delve into biblical principles, practical strategies, and inspiring stories that are going to help you in your journey of becoming a healthy Christian leader. So, with that being said, let's jump in and begin to think deeply about our own leadership and life with God as we grow on this journey together. And welcome to the Healthy Christian Leader. We have our guest, Dr. Cheryl Ann Beals, with us here today. Cheryl Ann is not only an amazing communicator and uh, excellent in the field of uh, clergy health and wellness, but also a very good friend. Mm -hmm. um, friend of our families now yeah. for how many years? Wow, since 15? 2000 2008. Wow, yeah. yeah, a lot of years. Yeah, it's been good. So uh, we want to talk about resilience here today. Mm -hmm. and, and first of all, we should probably start off and tell a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. um, for those who don't know you, can tell us about you know, your journey, where you work, what you do, how okay. you connect with uh, leaders and, and what God has put in as a, a passion mm -hmm. in your heart in serving leaders. Okay. Um, I work for the Canadian Baptist of Atlantic Canada, and I am the director of what's called the Sozo Center for Soul Care. So I was curious, because that's a new name. <laughs> that's a new name. It used to be Clergy Formation and Wellness. Yes. So and now it's a Sozo Center. Now, why did they come up with Sozo Center? Or how did they come okay. up with so Sozo Center? So it's Sozo, not So-So. Okay? <laughs> so S-O-Z-O. Yes. And what it means is when you see in the New Testament the word to save, it's often the word sozo. So when the woman who was bleeding, um, Jesus healed her, he said, go, your faith has made you whole. That's the word sozo. So sozo means to save, to heal, to make whole, to make mm, well. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I love, love it. Yeah. Um, and I just have a passion for Christian leaders to be whole to be well, to be all that God created them to be, and resilience is part of that. Well, and I know that to be true firsthand, mm -hmm. because not only have we had the privilege of having you in the Aaron Ministry Network mm -hmm. uh, over the years, but being a friend, you know, Kristen, my wife, of course, mm -hmm. uh, you and I have been able to journey with Christ. Yes growing and encouraging one another in that journey and Quite a journey. it really has it's yeah. been well we had a chance to talk about it uh, earlier on just before we got on mm -hmm. about how God's been so faithful he has been. in walking with us and building us and equipping us mm -hmm. so today we're going to be actually talking about resilience and um, we want to start off uh, with the question like what exactly is mm -hmm. resilience? Good question. I mean, there's so many definitions of resilience. Um, I mean, one, one of the first definitions of resilience is really is something can bend and it doesn't break. So mm. they, I think it's deal with uh, metals, right? 
that resilience when it's something can bend and bend and bend and it's flexible but it doesn't break. Mm. Um, when it comes to people, resilience is really about the ability to go through adversity mm. and to bend and not break. So to come out of adversity actually stronger than you went in, um, to come out of adversity uh, um, with a sense of you're still standing really, mm. in many ways. So the ability to cope with adversity mm. is really what resilience is about. So it's like being able, what we're able to bear yes. and what we're able yeah. to carry. So it has a combination of perseverance in it, um, you, know, um, you know, being able to go through, being able to persevere through something, but also the ability to, to cope in the midst of, mm. right, that, that coping part. Um, so that's, that's what resilience is. I once had a discussion with my nephew, Matthew, and uh, we talked, I, I said to him, Matthew, the way that God develops you mm -hmm. to lead and carry uh, responsibility is he'll start out with a five pound weight. Uh -huh. and, and he'll have you bench that for a little while, and then all of a sudden, he'll toss you a 10 pound weight right? to carry. And, you know, you struggle with that, and then after a while, it gets a little easier, and then after, yeah. he throws another weight. And he just seems to keep building us right. in like capacity a like a muscle, like a muscle. to yeah. be able to uh, carry the things that he has called us to yeah. carry. Yeah, yeah, and what happens is if we stop, then of course, we get weaker, Yeah. and we're not able to carry it. So resilience is something that grows over time. Mm. We're not necessarily, I guess we have a certain amount of resilience when we're born, I guess, but it's something that really we learn and we grow through as we, as we live life. So what would you say to younger leaders that are listening in the context of this journey? Well, in the context, adversity is part of life. Mm -hmm. So learn to face adversity. I think that's one of the first things I'd say. And it comes with intentional. You have to be intentional about wanting to grow. Mm. of learning, of wanting, of, of stretching yourself, of challenging yourself, um, of not always doing what's comfortable, you know, because God calls us to a lot of stuff that's uncomfortable. He calls us to enter dark valleys when we don't want to go into them, but he's there and he calls us into it. Um, and so that's all about the growing. And a big part of that is God often shapes his leaders in the wilderness. Mm. And the wilderness are those places of adversity, those places where we struggle, those places of challenge. But if we go through scripture, that's where God actually shapes his leaders. So the willingness to trust God to go to those places is what helps grow us. And it's interesting, like our culture often um, basically embodies avoiding mm -hmm. these things. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I, I often find people who their expectation of life is that they shouldn't have to experience so these true. things. So true. Whereas previous generations, you think about those who came through the depression and all that, adversity was just a part of life. Mm -hmm. And so everybody was going through it and so everybody expected it. Um, now we've had such a comfortable life in many ways that we assume that to go through adversity is wrong, right? I shouldn't have to go through mm -hmm. it. And that attitude actually helps to destroy us. It helps to take away any strength because it's like, why am I going through this? I shouldn't mm -hmm. have to go through this. As opposed to this is a part of life, so I'm going to learn how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And, and I, th I think sometimes when we get into serving the Lord, we can think that because mm -hmm. we're, I remember you challenging me a mm -hmm. long time ago. I wouldn't do a thing like that, would I? No, yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you did, <laughs> and it was good because it bears such great fruit. I remember uh, feeling like I had gone out on a limb for God, and the limb broke. Mm -hmm. And you said something just as we were talking back and forth. Dwight, self, it sounds like um, a little bit in, of entitlement to me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me. <laughs> Anyway, I, I do think sometimes we think that when we go to follow God, mm -hmm. that it's going to be this cakewalk yep. because, uh, you know, we're actually doing something for Him. That's right. He owes we, us. And He owes us. Mm -hmm. How do we develop that? Good question. I think it's because we don't have a theology of suffering. Mm. Um, that part of the, the weaknesses I think of the church in North America is we don't have a theology of suffering. If you go to church in other places around the world, suffering is a part of life. Mm. And for us, and I mean it says the more affluent we are, right, the more we can make things comfortable, but that doesn't mean it makes us stronger. Mm. Oh, that's so very, very good. Um, what role does resilience play in the lives of spiritual leaders? Spiritual leaders, yeah. Well, you can tell those who have it and those who don't. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the ways is uh, leaders who have resilience, when a problem comes, um, they find a way to work through it and to deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, leaders who don't have resilience tend to be very um, um, self-protective, uh, want to avoid what's difficult, right? Some even leave and go to another church because I don't want to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And so the avoidance of anything that's uncomfortable. Um, resilience for a leader is about, really it's, it's an opportunity to grow in trust and to grow in strength. Mm. And if we are truly going to follow Jesus, it takes risk. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that, that God's really spoken into my life. If you want to follow me, Cheryl, you're going to have to take some risks. And resilience feels like a risk when you're walking. So in what I, you know, what I'm hearing you say is, you know, you're talking about modeling mm -hmm. um, a journey yep. in with Christ. In fact, you know, we hear Paul say, "Come follow me as I follow Christ." Amen. And uh, that element of following Christ, like I remember Kristen saying, my wife mm -hmm. Kristen sharing one time you know, uh, that the journey, the kingdom journey is a fight of faith, mm -hmm. but, but the scripture says that it's a good fight. It's a good fight. The fight, the good fight, right. but it is a fight. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so part of discipleship and making disciples, mm -hmm. really, we can't, I once heard a great leader say, you can't teach what you don't know, and you Amen can't lead that. where you won't go. Amen to that. And, you know, we need a resilient body of Christ. Yes, we need resilient leaders to help build resilient congregations and people. Um, yeah, you can't lead someone where you haven't been, because it's, it's, think about the 23rd Psalm. We always use the 23rd Psalm at um, funerals. The 23rd Psalm is about life. I mean, mm -hmm. God invites us into a lot of dark valleys. Mm -hmm. And if you think of adversity as God sometimes inviting us into a dark valley, and in the midst of there, we come to know God in ways that we can't know Him anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And we, we can grow in ways that we can't grow anywhere else. And so that willingness to trust God mm -hmm. uh, to enter those places is, is significant for the leader and if we're going to lead others to trust God. Well, this is very interesting because if you 
separate or divorce these the, the this topic of resilience from biblical teaching mm -hmm. you know and so we're not modeling out what we see in the scripture yeah. there's there's a shallowness in what we produce in the and can you develop right in the, the life yeah. of people and that's why we've been developing shallow leaders well and, and maybe just maybe and it certainly makes sense that's why God w has led through scripture mm -hmm. you know when you see various different biblical personalities they often go through a desert experience before they and enter Jesus into did. ministry so that they literally have an earned authority, to, so to speak, to communicate. Mm -hmm. right. and, it, and it's also learning to trust God, right? It's learning to trust God in the midst of adversity. Right. I mean, even Jesus had to go through that. Right. I mean, Moses did. Paul did. Major leaders do. Um, that's the place where we're formed. That's how God forms his leaders. And... We haven't always um, talked like difficult things are actually a tool in the hands of God. Mm -hmm. uh, we tend to think that difficult things are coming from the enemy, mm -hmm. which is not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. um, God challenges us all the time. Um, so that being able to discern when God is inviting us into a challenging place, into a place of adversity, because he has work to do on us, and mm -hmm. he wants to teach us some things. How do you think we can discern the difference of when we're entering into spiritual battle mm -hmm. or where God is at work allowing, yeah. uh, or is it sometimes the same? Yeah, well, it's, it's discernment, right? I think, um, and you can start from either place if you've heard of desolation and consolation. Um, consolation is what leads you closer to God. Desolation is what leads you away from God. Mm -hmm. And so when we have, whether it's a good sense or a feeling or a negative one, we need to ask, where is it coming from? Mm. Good doesn't necessarily mean it's God. Bad doesn't necessarily mean it's Satan. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have to ask where it's coming from. It's because there are times when God will make us feel good when we're following him and Satan will try to make us feel bad. Mm -hmm. When we're not following God, God will try to make, make us feel bad <laughs> and Satan is making us feel good. Mm -hmm. So it's discerning where is it coming from? Mm. What's the root of this? helps us understand what what it is and and actually when it comes to that we can even if it's coming from um, a, a desolation we can choose to turn to God and then it becomes a consolation mm. so either place we start it can lead us oh, to growing good. in the Lord that's good it's an interesting question like how do you see that COVID and the experience of the pandemic God has used to develop resilience in leaders. And where are leaders at from your experience right mm -hmm. now and what advice might you have to them? Wow, I mean the whole COVID pretty experience. Broad, I yeah, know the whole COVID experience, I mean it has good, bad, ugly and beautiful things to it, right? So um, some of the good things is actually it's been an opportunity for us to trust God. It's mm -hmm. been an opportunity to kind of peel away some of the band-aids. I mean, our woundedness and brokenness has always been there, but we've kind of plastered over it with veneer, mm -hmm. and COVID helped to pull some of that away. Um, COVID has also, just the reality of we are living in a broken world, we are a broken people. Mm -hmm. it, we can't hide it anymore. COVID has just made it just front and center. 
And so you have those who are willing to accept that and saying, okay, this is a time of healing, and so this is where the church needs to be. This is where we need to be as leaders, is working towards healing. And there's others, let's get back to where we were before. Mm -hmm. Well, the world's changed. People have changed. Can't mm -hmm. go back to where we were. Mm -hmm. um, but moving forward, we have to acknowledge that people need healing. Mm. And that's about resilience. When God does a work of developing resi resilience within us, mm -hmm. can you give me a little bit of a picture of what you see God doing in the soul? Like, you know, I can remember an experience in my own journey where I experienced a wounding, mm -hmm. and initially I thought it was right from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. But what I realized was through that wounding, actually God put some pressure on a particular point of my life, and as I pursued into God, mm -hmm. um, out came something to the surface that God was wanting to heal. Mm -hmm. And I've actually had friends that have commented since that experience mm -hmm. that they can actually see a level of mm -hmm. healing that mm -hmm. happened in my own journey, mm -hmm. a new level of confidence God established. Mm -hmm. What happens in the soul? Well, I mean, I, talking about it from a personal experience, I think first comes self-awareness. We have to be aware of ourselves and aware of God. So there's that self-awareness. And then as we become aware, then it, it's a crying out to God to help us because it brings us to the end of ourselves. It's like we start to recognize, I can't do this, Lord. I need your help. And so it's a calling out to God. And then what happens in that process, I think, is that we then begin to grow in our relationship and trust for God. God becomes more real to us. Mm -hmm. um, there's more of an intimacy in our relationship with God. And it becomes more we're partnering with God. We're, we're allowing God to work in us to heal us, to show us things, um, mm -hmm. to discover, and we're allowing God to, to change us, to transform us in this process. Mm -hmm. But there's struggle involved, there's pain involved, mm -hmm. and knowing that God can use all of those things to bring us to the beautiful selves that he's created us to be, that's the difference, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that there's a process that God is working. Mm -hmm. And in thinking of the soul, we're talking about the whole person. So it's not just our minds, it's not just um, our relationships, it's our minds, it's our relationships, it's our bodies. It's, he's working in the whole being mm. to bring wholeness, to bring integration, to bring transformation and newness. Mm. And it's a willingness to let that process happen. No, that's good. I, there are going to be individuals listening mm -hmm. to this uh, program without question. Mm -hmm. It's just not possible that there isn't individuals that are going through some valley, mm -hmm. some trial. Mm -hmm. You know, um, as one uh, pastor in the pulpit once said in a church that I attended, you know, we're either um, uh, at the brink of going through a valley, in a valley, or just coming out the mm -hmm. other side of a mm -hmm. valley, you mm -hmm. know, because there are many Mm -hmm. uh, challenges life. in life. It's it life. is. It's life. If someone's listening right now and they're in that valley mm -hmm. right now, what are what, what what are the points of encouragement that you would give to them? Well, I, the first thing I do is, is normalize it. It's part of life. 
So accept as a part of life is not God picking on you. It's not that your life is worse than someone. It's just a part of life that we go through difficult times. Mm -hmm. um, the other is to know God is with us in the midst of the desert. He's in the, with us in the midst of the valleys, with us in the midst of whatever we're going through. And sometimes we think we've got to get out of it to get to God, but no, it's a matter of inviting God into where we are, like mm -hmm. the psalmist who always knew God. You're exactly where I am. Um, and the other is, is knowing that God has the power to bring good mm. out of no matter how we got there. Mm. So it doesn't matter if our sin put us there. It doesn't matter if we were sinned against. It doesn't even matter. This, it doesn't matter at all. What matters is, will I let God use it? Mm. Will I let God's power be active in the midst of it mm. to transform me for his purposes? Mm. That's what makes the difference. That's awesome. So there's so much hope. Mm. And actually, when you think about it, I mean, adversity... Uh, and challenges are a resource that God has the power to do great things with if we let him, mm. if we let him have it. Often we just withhold it from God so he can't use it in our lives. Mm. No, that's excellent. I want to encourage you if you're listening to the podcast that you can uh, subscribe to our show on YouTube or uh, you can go where any podcast is found. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Cheryl Ann, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hey friends, thanks for checking out our episode of the Healthy Christian Leader Show. We pray this episode has encouraged you on your own journey of growing as a healthy Christian leader. If this has blessed you in any way, we want to challenge you to consider giving financially to support the work that we are doing here at Aaron Ministries. Your giving enables us to continue creating resources just like this for Christian leaders both locally and around the world. And so if that's something that you'd be interested in, you can head on over to aaronministries.com forward slash give to partner with us today. And another way that you can partner with us is by sharing our digital resources with pastors and Christian leaders in your networks. So if this content or any other piece of content that we've created has blessed you, we would encourage you to send it to a friend and help us spread the word about what God is doing amongst Christian leaders today. Thanks for checking us out. We can't wait to see you next time.